Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. All right, Boogie on in. Jerry Hill is with us now, our good friend, and we hope yours from Baylor Athletics. And, uh, Jerry, I thought about thought about changing that rejoin because we've used that two or three weeks in a row now. And then I listened to it, and I thought, <laughs> I'm not changing what, a thing. What else would fit? I mean, that's, no. just, that's so good, you know? I know. It does fit pretty well. Yeah. Very good. And what was the uh, – what did it say on the coaster that I brought to you from my nephew's wedding uh, um, along these lines? Yeah, it was like, don't don't take my drink. I'm I'm dancing. I'm dancing, yes. Aaron. I'm dancing. Yeah, I, sh- I didn't show you this, but my nephew, Jared McElmurray, got married on Sunday, and they had coasters at the uh, at every seat for the reception, and it said, don't take my drink. I'm dancing. And when I saw that, who did I think of first? Jerry Hill, exactly. <laughs> so I brought one of them back. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Well, yeah. uh, we're starting to uh, – the music is starting to um, uh, slow down as far as Baylor yeah. athletic events for the semester, isn't it? It really is, John. We've uh, you know, kind of dwindled down to a few now. Um, you know, basically we've got, uh, you know, track and field going to the uh, – Regional this weekend out in Sacramento, men's golf, um, going to the national championships in, in uh, at Greyhawk in, in Arizona. So, um, not yeah, like you said, not a whole lot left. Yeah, so those guys are going, and uh, and and I know you were with softball out in Salt Lake City last week. When, in fact, we talked to you last week uh, when you were in Salt Lake City. Um, what did you think about Baylor bowing out there, a couple of losses to Ole Miss, and then the softball season as a whole? Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a tough weekend. And, and uh, you know, I think that regional kind of showed you that they just didn't have all their pieces. You know, I mean, when you think about, you know, having your number one and number two pitcher basically out, um uh, you know, and, and Aaliyah had been out for most of the year, but really didn't have Dari Orm available much in the last, you know, really last three or four weeks of the season. They didn't have her, and certainly not at what she was earlier in the year when you know um, she was national player of the, or national pitcher of the week one yeah. week. So yeah. uh, that obviously hurt. And then you know, I think just some other things caught up with them. Um, you know, Shea Govan fought through an injury. Uh, but really didn't have the power that she did early in the year and, and struggled uh, this past weekend. Uh, you know, I, don't, I think it was a case of not having enough hitting around her, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, she didn't do much uh, in Utah. And, and, you know, I mean, Riley Crandall did everything she could do. She threw almost 300 pitches on Saturday alone. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was. It was just tough, uh, but, you know, no, I mean, the whole season as a whole, um, and I got a chance to talk to Glenn, uh, it was about 1 a.m. Uh, mountain time, 2 a.m. central time when we visited, but um, we talked back at the hotel and just sat down and did a little bit of an interview, kind of on the two games, but a little bit, you know, kind of the season as a whole, 
and particularly getting the 40 wins, John, that's a big deal. And that's, yeah. that's one thing Glenn talked about was that was kind of the goal was to get back to that level. Um, you know, and certainly they're not back where they want to be. Um, but man, what a huge step that they took this year. When you think about where they were this time a year ago and, you know, won that postseason tournament in Colorado, but, you know, just didn't have a very good year. And when you really look at it, John, they hadn't had that kind of Baylor softball season. I mean, they went to the World Series in, in 17 and made it to a region final the next year in 18, but even 18 wasn't really up to their standards. So, you know, this was the first time, and well, it was the first time in, in six years that they had had a 40-win season. So mm-hmm. I think that is a big deal. And I think it's Glenn's 12th, and I, I – I can't remember if that's all here or including the two uh, in LSU, but you know he's he's obviously set the standard here, and I do think that they got certainly close to that standard again this year. And one thing we talked about with Glenn yesterday was, uh, you know, a relatively young team. One senior, mm-hmm. Josie Bauer, you know, recognized on senior day. So look at everybody back, and then hopefully uh, healthy and back for that pitchy, pitching staff next year. Yeah, I mean, they could be really set up nice next year, John. I think this is the type of team that you could see, you know, if Dari's all the way back, if Aaliyah is fully healthy, and, and then you've got, you know, that the experience that both Riley Crandall and Casey West had. I mean, they could they could really have a deep pitching staff, which you saw a lot of that in the – you're seeing a lot of that in the, the NCAA regionals is that – there's a lot of teams that have really good depth. I mean, Ole Miss had six pitchers. Um, and, six. you know, Baylor didn't even have six period on the roster, much less six healthy ones. So, yeah, I think they'll be really set up to, you know, like you said, if everybody comes back, they get through all those injuries and things, I think they could be set for a really good run next year. And uh, what about this? Uh, I, I told Hoot this, that um, – when the women's Baylor will be at the women's college world series, they will be there because every time Oklahoma plays, yep, you yep. know, and their records 51 and one, some, some announcer or somebody's going to mention, or somebody's going to ask the question, what's that one loss? Oh yeah. That was Baylor back on February 19th. So uh, that's, yeah. that's kind of the win that, that keeps on giving. Absolutely, and and you saw it even in the selection show. That was a big deal in the selection show, and particularly when Baylor's name came up. Not so much when Oklahoma's name came up, but then when Baylor came up. Oh, yeah, they're the one team that has beaten Oklahoma all year. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It is the the win that kept on giving all year. They had six top five wins, most in the nation, and, and uh, you know, like I said, had a great year, um, you know, but, you know, you look back at that Oklahoma game, and that was Dari and Aaliyah pitching because um, they both pitched in that game. And that was Shaylin Govan, a healthy, completely healthy Shaylin Govan that hit the three-run home run. So that's the difference between February and May is they had, you know, their best two pitchers going and their best two pitchers going well. And then they had a healthy Shaylin Govan and, and the rest of the lineup as well. All right, Jerry, how about track and field headed to the uh, West Regional? Or uh, That's not even – that's not the official name, is it? Is it preliminary no, rounds? Just, yeah, it's, I, I think uh, they, West they preliminary? call it officially preliminary rounds. Gotcha. I, I think Bryce uses the same thing that I do. I do it as NCAA West prelims. Gotcha, so West prelims. Basically, it's your – if you look at a whole bracket, 
it would be your first round and uh, second round or quarterfinals um, there at uh, the prelims. And then so the ones that get through that, the top 12 in each event, and that includes the relays, the top 12 in each event will advance to NCAA championships in Austin next month um, uh, for the semifinals. So it'll be the semifinals and final at the NCAA championship site, uh, which, again, uh, it, UT is hosting it this year in Austin. There, uh, there was at one point some kind of a little dissatisfaction among the coaches with this regional mm-hmm. format or prelim format. Do you think that's settled down and the coaches and everybody's gotten used to it and it's okay now? I think it is. You know, I think some of it was, you know, you have this great year and, and you know, even though they call this, you know, basically the NCAA championships, I think the feeling is, is if, if you don't get to the final site, you know, it kind of ruins the whole season. Um, so I think there was a little bit of that. But I think what the NCAA was trying to do, and I think it's worked out pretty well, is they were actually trying to give more opportunities. Uh, and so you've got 48 in each region yeah. where you couldn't take that many right. to an NCAA championship. So you're talking about 96 in each event. Um, I guess it would be 48 in the relays. But so you're talking about a lot more participation, and, and I think that's a good thing for the sport. Um, you know, more people get a chance. And you'll see occasionally some of those ones, you know, I know Coach Ford talked about it the other day that, you know, the ones that are in the top 20 in the region, certainly their position, they they probably have the best chance to advance. But occasionally you'll see some of those ones, you know, in the 30s and 40s in the region that will just have a great day in advance. And that's kind of one of the it's, – it's a little bit of a cool thing about track, but it's also like, man, it's, this is a really cruel yeah. sport because particularly in the field events, you think about that, in most meets, they'll have, you know, three throws or three jumps to get to a final, so they get three more chances. In this deal, you get three chances. So if you foul on your first two chances, (laughs) it comes down to one jump or one, you know, one throw, whatever. And so I think that's kind of, you know, again, it's the the kind of drama of track of, man, it, you got to have it on that one day. And that's, that's, you know, that's, you're putting everything on this, you know, one meet, one day, you know, maybe one throw. Who do you think uh, for Baylor has the best chance to get out of the prelims and get to Austin in the uh, the national semifinals? Right. Well, I, I think you would start with Zaza, and I'm not even going to try to do the, <laughs> the rest of that name. Um, but in the javelin throw, he was an All-American last year, actually led the nation most of the year and just didn't put it together at uh, at nationals. I think he finished fourth or fifth. Um, but, you know, he's right up there. I mean, he's, He's had one of the best throws in the nation. He's been a little bit off, but I think he's fully healthy now. So I think you'd put him at the top of that list. But certainly I, I think maybe all four relays have a have a legitimate chance. That's the women's and men's four-by-one and four-by-four. I, I could see all of them being in Austin and, and really even having a chance to make the finals in Austin because they're all, I believe, at least in the region, they're ranked in the top eight. So I think they all have a good chance to not only get through here, but maybe maybe get to the finals in Austin. Um, you know, I think uh, certainly Nathaniel Ezekiel in the in the 400 hurdles. Um, again, he was an All-American last year as a freshman, and and he's ranked uh, you know third in the region in the 400 hurdles. And Gansi, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, Meraki, 
Um, she same way, 400 hurdles. She's uh, she's one of the best in the nation. I think she made it last year. I can't remember, um, but she's got a really good shot to to make it this year. But like I said, those relays will have a really good chance, and certainly in a couple of the field events. I think Ben Conacher might be an outside shot in the pole vault, um, and I would look for Demar Francis in the in the men's 200 meter uh, uh, dash. So. I think they've got a lot of chances, um, but those are probably their best, John, is is particularly in those relays and then Zaza and Nathaniel Ezekiel. And if they can get out of the uh, West prelims out in Sacramento, uh, you know, if they can advance from there, then you're running in Austin on a track right. where they've probably all competed before and Zaza, you know, in the in the uh, javelin before. So maybe there's a comfortability, the comfortability factor if they can get there. That's easy for you to say. Yeah, 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 no, I think that is absolutely true. And I, I would think most, if not all of them, have, you know, with the Texas Relays, and then some of them have competed in other meets down there. Some of them have competed in the high school state uh, track meet down there. Yeah, so, right. yeah, I think that would be – there would definitely be some of that, you know, going into that meet, just, you know, really comfortable in the situation, comfortable in, in the location, and, and, you know, just familiarity, uh, knowing the place and – knowing how everything works. So, yeah, I think they would definitely have an advantage being there. And, and certainly, you know, uh, any any of the teams down here south that, that have competed there in Austin. Yeah. All right, say it with me. Comfortability factor. Comfortability factor. That's it. Why couldn't I say that and first I was, time? I was, I, I was really struggling with familiarity, too. Now, that's, um, that's I, a, yeah. I need to work on that one a little bit, too. <laughs> that's so. a tongue twister for sure. Yes. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, anything else we need to cover? Men's golf. Oh yeah. Did good gosh. About Sorry it? about that. Men's no, no, golf right. uh, opening play the... Friday at Greyhawk. Right. Yeah. We just did the uh, Zoom uh, media interview earlier today, and um, you know I think they're fired up. Uh, you know the, the weird thing, John. This is a team that is basically the same team that didn't even make a regional last year, and here they are. Not only you know getting a regional bid going to regional but you know made it through there and, and they're you know one of the last 30 teams standing hmm. um so you know big bounce back year for those guys and and you know johnny Kiefer is the one that kind of leads the leads the show but drew wrightson uh, a sophomore had a really great round in the final round uh, in their uh, regional at morgan hill california so you know they're they're kind of going in on that momentum of of playing well last week but maybe not playing at their best even there. So, and they've played on a tough course. That was really tough there. And Greyhawk is probably one of the tougher courses you're going to play period. So I think that experience will help them uh, going into this meet. I think any team with, with uh, Mike McGraw as their head coach has a chance anywhere they compete. So that'll be fun to watch. That'll be fun to watch. Aaron likes uh, Jerry. Aaron really likes the name Greyhawk. (laughs) <laughs> That's a great name for a golf club. It is. Uh, I, I'm trying to think, um, you know, maybe – what else would it be good in? Greyhawk, uh, you know, maybe an Indian chief name or something. Oh, oh, or, Aaron, tell him. I, he's got an idea on this. Okay. At first I thought I wanted it to be my new nickname, but I don't know. I'm yeah. having second thoughts. <laughs> I don't know if that I could live up to the nickname Greyhawk unless but I get my hair out. But you hey, what, said what, it would be a good, like, superhero name. It would. That would be a great oh, yeah, superhero yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Greyhawk. I can see a cape or a mask yeah. or something. Greyhawk. Greyhawk. 
So you can refer to Aaron as Greyhawk if you'd like. Greyhawk. We'll yes. see if that catches. I think on. when he when he calls me next week, I'll, I will answer. And say, hey, good to talk to you, Greyhawk. That's good. All right, Jerry. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great day. Greyhawk. See you next week. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> see, it might be catching on already, Aaron. There you go. <laughs> Thanks to Jerry Hill for being on with us. We appreciate Jerry works uh, here in Baylor Athletics and really has his finger on the pulse of everything Baylor Athletics. So always great to get his insight and uh, his uh, his thoughts on uh, these sports and the ones that are still going here late in May. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown, Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas.